everyone, I'm Rob. And I'm Angela. And thank you for joining us on our journey as an engaged couple. And on the day this is coming out, it has been exactly one year that we have been engaged. So, pretty cool. About six months out. Is it exactly six months out from our one? Um, no. No, it's about seven months out. Seven months out? You're right. Uh, October will be six months out. So I guess that makes it eight. Yeah, because I'm October 20th and my half birthday is April 20th. So we're eight months out. Man, we're doing a 20-month engagement. A long engagement. I think it's good for us, though. Yeah, and we've talked about it on the podcast, but we have the benefit of um, really getting to know each other over it and also the fact that we just took the first six months to enjoy being engaged and let Angela work on uh, finishing her field work. And also praying this pandemic will end very yes, soon. Yes, we definitely lucked out with that. but for uh, the, Not necessarily. Well, I mean, we lucked out that the pin that our wedding was not April 2020. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, having it April 2021 means it's not canceled. Uh, yes, no, we are definitely not lucky that there's a pandemic. I just meant that we are lucky that our wedding is in 2021 and was not in 2020 spring. But for this episode, we thought we'd kind of take a look back on this last year, you know, talk about some highlights and everything we've gotten done for the wedding. Yeah, like um, shortly after getting engaged, trying to track down my mother. Oh, man, that was very funny. I think we talked about it in our first episode, but your mom was... In Turks and Caicos. Turks and Caicos. I was going to say Bora Bora, but I didn't think that was right. Uh, so we knew she had to be one of the first people to know, and it took us like a good hour to get a hold of her and figure out where she was and who she was with. Um, so that was a fun night getting to, you know, reach out to everyone, let them know we were engaged. Yeah. And then there was also the big, um, uh, group, um, group video chat to let everyone know that, um, that, uh, I was engaged. Yes, with all your friends. Yeah. I think uh, Rob's ears were ringing a little bit by the end of it. <laughs> Obviously, the first person to know was Zach, but that was just because he... Was helped. literally there. Yeah, he, he helped set things up and took pictures and all that. Um, yeah, it's it's been a wild year. It mm-hmm. really has. Uh, we moved in together, which was fun. Mm-hmm. In the apartment we are sitting in now and about to hit a year in. Yes. In a couple <laughs> weeks. Um, so, uh, you know, we kind of did a, a little bit different. We are recording two episodes in one night, so we actually recorded this immediately after recording last week's episode uh, because we have a very busy weekend next weekend. But... Um, we just have a busy week in general. It's been a little bit crazy lately. I think it'll die down after August, though. Yeah, kind of bookending that weekend. Uh, Joe was staying for a couple of days, as we talked about in the last episode. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to Zach's house uh, or apartment, seeing him. And he potentially may be coming here for a couple of days, depending on if he gets approved to take off work. Uh, so 
Uh, I haven't really seen either of them in person except for that one time when Angela got to meet Joe uh, since coronavirus started. But things have really started to die down here, um, and that's largely because everyone's been taking it seriously, which is awesome. Uh, and even like with us, when we see people, we make sure to keep it with very small groups. Um, everyone has been social distancing and quarantining and make sure that we all have our masks when we go out. Yeah. Even uh, when I'm running, I bring my mask with me. Yeah, and we both try and run on routes that are back streets that we don't really see people out and about. But it's it's nice that we're able to see people, you know, a lot of them for the first time since the start of this year. Uh, but looking on fun things... There have been fun things that happened in this past year. I graduated. Yes. Yes. Angela got her master's and got a job. Mm-hmm. I started, I also passed the boards. Um, I forgot that portion. Um, I passed the boards last year in December, and then I got a job in January and have been working there since then. Yes. Oh, God. So many places have closed with the pandemic, and... Uh, I'm in the final rounds of interviews for a couple places. Uh, yes. Hey, who knows? By the time this comes out, I could have a job at one of them. Currently, I'm doing consultant work with a couple nonprofits, um, but that's very much part-time in my own time. Uh, I've been really taking this past two months to get certified in the CFRE, so I finished all the work for that. Now I just am compiling all the data, which is a lot. Uh, it's, I mean, it might come out to like 80 pages worth of proof and other stuff like that. And who knows, I might be going overboard, but I don't want any bit of doubt when I submit that application to take the exam and get the certification. So that's really been a lot of my days lately. But that's going to be something that I'll be able to have my resume for years to come, that certification. And uh, you know, we're very lucky that we were able to afford that, um, you know, after my work was cut, that before going heavy for applying for full-time jobs, I could take that time to get that certification and really invest in my career. Uh, so that's definitely been something that's been big in uh, this past year, as I've really kind of, both of us actually have really taken a focus of what we want our career to be. Uh, we both joke with one of our friends that we're going to start a business someday and start our own OT practice. But as you know, the months go by and we've talked about it more, that's really something we've actually started to think about and started to look at kind of over the next decade or so what information and skills and connections would be useful that you know, 10, 15, 20 years from now, if we're really serious about it, we could. It's, we have this time now that we are... Uh, Exploring. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And just kind of really figuring out what our passions and skills are. Uh, so what else was something fun that happened in the last year? Well, last year we did Thanksgiving and Christmas with your family. Yes, and we were going to do Easter with yours, but unfortunately coronavirus hit, so we did not. But we did get to see them back in November. Yes, we did. Uh, when we went down to Florida and... We would love to go down there for Thanksgiving this year. Um, unfortunately, it's looking less and less likely. Uh, 
So potentially the first time we see them in person may be at the wedding, Mm -hmm. uh, which means we may be going a little overboard with uh, Florida holidays in 2021. We honestly might be. (laughs) Uh, We'll have to kind of cram like a year and a half worth of holidays into that uh, one year. It's, It's just, it's a little easier when you can drive, you know, 20 minutes to an hour as opposed to hopping on a flight especially during a pandemic. Um, But before all this happened, we did have two house parties. I think that's something that you and I have very much enjoyed kind of being hosts and having people here. Uh, I know we just have started to kind of learn how to make cocktails. Angela's found a new gin one. I do not remember what it's called. I call it sweet and sour. Yes, her sweet and sour want to say it's called the gimlet but that might be wrong i remember it had a picture of an anchor next to it on the recipe sheet but it's it's like gin lime juice simple syrup and we deviate a little by adding some lemon juice into it uh and then a, a lime garnish and and i've been really perfecting my old-fashioned <laughs> so when uh, all this clears up and we have another house party we will have plenty of drinks that we can make for people and of course, we've accomplished a lot on the wedding frontier. Have we? No, what have we accomplished? We booked the church and the hall before the pandemic. Yes, and uh, we will be paying the deposit on that pretty soon. Uh, Father Paul is sending us over the information of how to pay that off, but it is on the books. Ow. <laughs> so... Um, We did also pick our bridal parties. Yes, we did. I think we kind of knew who we'd be asking before uh, we got engaged. Um, They only got a group call the day that I got engaged. (laughs) I mean, I I took a little bit of time. Um, You know, there were were definitely uh, a couple people that I thought, you know, is this the right person are we at that friendship level um and i really really thought carefully about each person i asked i really wanted to make sure that whoever was joining me up there is somebody that i think 10 years from now i'm still going to be close to also i had to kind of think too of how many people angela was asking for so many i was uh not that it'd be exactly even i think you have one more person than i do I think it might be two, but... One or two. We'll we'll do numbers later. (laughs) But either way, um, I definitely had a good idea. And I think I took that kind of first month after we were engaged to really meditate on that. And Mm -hmm. then start asking people. And there were a couple people I knew. Like, I knew Zach was going to be my best man. I've -hmm. I've known that for years. Uh, I remember... Right after we got engaged, um, (laughs) we went out to uh, Caledonia on the west side. Mm -hmm. Him and I, uh, we would, before pandemic, we'd go there every now and then and go get whiskey flights. Uh, You know, they had like a Highlands flight, they had a Speyside flight, they had the different regions. Zach's a big fan of the Isla flight. And, uh, you know, I officially asked him to be my best man there. And I made this... (laughs) 
<laughs> list of like your best band duties, but 90% of it was just like inside jokes. <laughs> I don't remember. I wish I could find it. Uh, I looked at my computer and I'll, I'll go for it and I couldn't find it. Um, to my co-host, please don't get jealous. <laughs> uh, I know Angela was joking that one of the duties of the best man should be having to uh, fly to Australia and make sure her dad gets to the wedding. <laughs> Largely because Zach studied abroad in Sydney. I think it would be a great cultural experience for him <laughs> to go back to where he already w- was. Um, he had a good time there. I think he loved going to New Zealand and uh, seeing the subtle Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure my dad would appreciate the moral support for the flight back <laughs> and somebody to kick back beers with and maybe some stronger drinks <laughs> that he's not <laughs> I think Zach would definitely join him in that. So what else did we do? Um, Let me think. Um... Yeah, with the bridal parties, I know there was like a, one or two that I was very much thinking about, but I I kind of had to draw a line somewhere. Angela is um, very much the person that if there were no limitations, she'd have a 40 person bridal party. <laughs> it would just be wrapped around the pews. It would just be 27, you know, <laughs> like 27 dresses. Perhaps yes. if you get the reference. Um, I know it's a movie, I think. I guess it's not. She's looking at me with uh, that, how do you not know this face? It is a movie. Oh, okay, I was right. Featuring Katherine Heigl and another guy that I cannot remember his name at, but he's very... Uh, um, do I deserve that face if you can't, if you're, <laughs> you start off, the second thing you say is, and there's some other guy. No, 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 he's, he's the love <laughs> interest that I just don't know the actor's name. Um... <laughs> But either way... And uh, I can tell you where it takes place in all of New York. <laughs> either way, uh, you know, we, we both very much uh, thought about it. And, you know, even just our wedding invites in general, um, that was a big thing. Going through who the do we The wedding invite list. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, there was so much looking at uh, because we are... Limited by space, that's very much a New York thing. And, you know, if everybody comes, we're very much going to be pushing the uh, the boundaries of <laughs> what that venue can hold. Um, <laughs> I, I remember listening to a podcast where he was like, uh, the host said, yeah, we're at the point in our wedding that we are begging for letters to come back saying we cannot come as opposed to RSVPing because I'm like, I'm going to have to start calling some people and saying, I'll just pay you to not come. We don't have any more seats. <laughs> we are not going to be that rude. No, no, no. But uh, we, you know, we did have to make cuts. Um, and we very much thought through who we were going to invite and go from there. Um and it is a long list. <laughs> we have a lot of family and a lot of friends. But and we're grateful to have everyone in our lives. Yeah, and that's a big thing. Everyone that we invited to the wedding is somebody we want there with us. Um, and if they did not receive an invitation, we still want wanted them there, um, but uh, in spirit. 
Yeah. And also, there are a couple people that we sent invites to and they didn't get them or we wrote the address down wrong or they're in another country and their mail system just kicked it back. So potentially, you know, we may have some people that we may be calling up around the time of the wedding being like, are you coming? And they might be like, I didn't know I was invited. And it's like, oh, no. That's why we asked for your email and interest. <laughs> um, but we did send out the save the dates. We can add that to the advice list. Grab everyone's email address. Oh, yeah. Because we probably had a good five or six people who just did not receive the save the dates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're like, oh, thank you for emailing us because we did not get this. Even right now, we're still sending out um, invitations or like save the dates. Yeah, we had a couple people who we were talking to and they were like, yeah, we didn't get those. Like, did you get the email? They're like, oh, yeah, we forgot about that. It's like, okay, well, what's your address? We'll resend it now. <laughs> Let's make sure we have it correct. Uh, and we did design our wedding invitation, which will be going out in a couple months. And I, I really like how it came out. I think it came out very nice. Um, We also booked a ton of things. We booked the photographer, the bus, the DJ, the hotel block which we're really excited for the hotel. Um, I know you've had some uh, some big movement, I think, on the bridesmaids and wedding dress front. I narrowed it down to two. <laughs> and that seems to be where we are at. Yes. Well, I know you had a... Uh... And then the wedding dress that I wanted might be going on clearance <laughs> and not be in my size. Oof. <laughs> So I'm uh, saying goodbye to that one at the moment. Well, I know you had a lot of uh, back and forth with the bridesmaids with the wedding dress. And uh, I think you started showing it to people outside. I know you sent it to one of my family members. Was it my dad or sister or something? No, it was my sister. And then my dad took the phone and showed it to all his friends they were with. And mm-hmm. then my dad's friends were commenting on which bridesmaid dress was best. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sheila Kate was also very supportive. <laughs> Uh, that's my cousin for people that don't know. So uh, it is it is spread wide and far. Um, <laughs> the look. Maybe you should make it like a a poll in the Facebook group. <laughs> I did that once. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You sent it to I'm, a ton I'm of rethinking people. that one right now. Um, but overall, I think the biggest takeaway from having this longer engagement, uh, in addition to we've had plenty of time to plan all stuff. It was very nice being able to talk to a lot of different DJs, talk to a lot of different photographers. It would be uh, nice to talk to a lot of cake um, cake makers. Yeah. Bakers. Um, it would be nice to talk to a lot of florists as well. Yeah. Those are two things that florists might be reopening, but we're probably going to be doing the cake tasting like the last minute that we can uh, with everything going on. But it has been nice getting to enjoy the fun things. Uh, before we did the podcast, you brought up that uh, Spanish um, tapas meal we made. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about in our first episode. Um, okay. Oh, yeah, and starting our our uh, pandemic podcast. Yeah, we started our pandemic podcast. I'm blanking on the name of the ta- Spanish tapas place we always went to in Washington Heights. Manolo's Tapas. Manolo's Tapas. Oh, they are delicious. And we have missed going there so much, but... 
We would love to go there on Monday, but uh, that is not going to be very likely. Yeah, neither of us were like going there in the middle of a pandemic to Washington Heights, especially since I, I know that area. I don't see how they would do street dining there. It's very, it's much more narrow streets than here. Um, but going there just doesn't seem like the right move right now. I don't know, and I think uh, we would have to drive honestly because I don't know if I want to take the subway there. And parking is so difficult. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah, your parents parked there, and uh, they parked still... in the garage because mm-hmm. they were there for the full day, so they had like the twelve-hour rates. Um, but we did make our own Spanish tapas. We made our own patatas bravas, mm-hmm. uh, which we can definitely make tomorrow too. We could, uh, but maybe we save it for our one-year engagement day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did patatas bravas. Uh, Montaditos de, de bistec. Yes. And there was a third. Tortilla española. And they were delicious. Um, so I, I think that's kind of something that's going to really stick out to me. Mm-hmm. Years to come is looking back on those little moments. Listening to this podcast and hearing us talk about them. Looking back at the pictures we put on our Instagram and just reminiscing on those fun things. Tu vas a decir los tres um, uh, los tres um, tipos de comida para España. I do not know what you said, but you're going to uh, learn how to say those three items of food <laughs> <laughs> before we go to Spain. Or there's three types of food if we're going to get very nitpicky. Uh, yes, I I need to get better at Spanish before we go to Barcelona. I'm not bad at reading it, but my high school really didn't teach the speaking portion of Spanish. It really focused on the written. So I can make my way through written documents okay, but speaking and listening, I can't do it all. Um, but yes, Angela is going to continue to help me get better at that. Uh, over the next eight, nine months, however long it is until May for our honeymoon. <laughs> We're really bad at telling time. At this point with the pandemic, it's honestly hard to keep track of time. Yeah, every day just blends into the next. Uh, but speaking of time, the Mets game has probably ended now, <laughs> and I'm really hoping they didn't blow their lead. They've blown much bigger leads, but I will. I will be... Bringing that game up after this is done. They're playing the Marlins. Alonso finally hit another home run. Uh, oh, God. By the time this podcast comes out, a whole week will have gone by. And either I'm going to be sitting there watching the game with the beer in hand, being like, yes, the Mets are doing great. Or I'm going to be sitting there with the beer in hand because the Mets have been playing the same as they have been playing. <laughs> And on a positive note, (laughs) in the advice section, what was that a piece of advice I gave earlier? Yeah, so last week we talked about how you want to make sure that you really look at the stuff to book, uh, look at all the extra stuff that they add in. 
But I think advice we have is you also want to make sure that whenever you're booking stuff for your wedding, you're booking something you're passionate about. Uh, I think everything we have booked so far has been something that's very much been tailored towards us. Our DJ is very much tailored towards us. Our photographer is very much the different styles we want. So, you know, you're planning your wedding. Make sure that it represents you. I think that sounds like very great advice. (laughs) I think ours very much represents us. So far, yes. Yeah. We're, We're two different people coming together as one. And I think this wedding signifies that. But in the meantime, Angela, it's been an amazing year. And I look forward to, what do we agree on? That it's eight months till the wedding? Something like that. Happy anniversary, babe. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Let's see. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight months until April 17th, 2021. All right. So that makes today the day it's coming out as August 17th, 2021. We're actually recording this on August 8th, but uh, we're excited to see what comes over the next eight months and in that meantime thank you for joining us on this journey stay safe everyone